we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures you restore my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. We are on an assignment to rid this house of anxiety. Rid this house of fear. Rid this house of pressure. See, when you, when you deal with this thing on rest, the Lord says to me, he says, see, you got to understand every, every elevation, every burden, every assignment that I give you is supposed to have rest attached to it. He took me to the book of Genesis, the story of Adam. And he says, look at what happens when the, when the devil gave Adam a burden. Because the devil says, Adam, if you eat this fruit, you're going to become wise like God. Look, so he elevated, he, he said, let me, let me go to this higher level of living based on the devil's advice. And what happened? He hid himself. Any of y'all ever play hide and seek? Have you ever hid and been at rest? No. Because when you hide, you're scared. There is an anxiety, a panic. I watch my children, I watch Dallas and Danny play hide and seek. They are not the smartest knives. I watch Dallas hide in the closet and say, Danny, I in here. If you are not Dallas, you cannot rest and hide. Dallas is very comfortable hiding. Dallas will hide in the front room, in front of the TV. He hiding. But typically, hiding takes you out of rest and puts you into panic. So he says, understand this, that this is always the devil's desire to get you out of rest. He says, look at Cain. In Genesis chapter 4, after Cain um, God brought the unworthy offering to God, look at what the Bible says. God says to him, why are you here resting? I think it's verse 6 or somewhere in there. Verse 6. And the Lord said unto him, why art thou wroth? Why is thy countenance failing? Why you ain't at rest? This is always an indicator of broken fellowship. 
the lack of rest, the state of not being at peace is always confirmation of broken fellowship. You can't tell me that you and God tight and you always cross. You are not as spiritual as you think you are. If you is pray so much and you always mad, you talking, you ain't praying. You giving God a list, but you ain't praying. Because there's something about being close to God that puts rest on you. Watch this text. Matthew 11, this is what we taught last week. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. We dealt with this last week, but I, I want you to see this. The text says here, he says, your labor and your laden should not displace your rest. Let me say it again. Your labor and your laden, your work and what you are carrying should not have the power to displace your rest. I'm coming right now. I got to give this to you. Uh, uh, watch, watch this, man. He, he says, no matter how much you labor in, no matter how much weight you carry, it's not authorized to take your rest away. So he says, come unto me all the labor and heavy laden, I will give you rest. He says, uh, um, watch this. He says, take my yoke. You don't yoke if there is no work. You only yoke oxen together because they got a work to do. And, and, and he says, take my burden. So in other words, he says, you are supposed to have uh, a work and a burden, but it should not be authorized to take your rest away. Now, let me show you something else, Stacks. You got to see this. Uh, when you look at the text back in verse number 28, the text, he says, come unto me. Say, come. The word come as we see it because we know Jesus who meek and mild low and humble, and so we misrepresent this word come. This word come, and I learned this definition of the word, this uh, description of the word come from Denny uh, in doing his little, his little um, grammar thing that he's doing in school, uh, that the, this word come is, a, is an imperative. Say imperative. I would give Denny the mic, Prophet Denny the mic, and let him explain to you what an imperative is, but he on summer break. If school was open, I would do it, but I know this has been a long summer. But this is not come. That's how we read it, though. That Jesus saying, come, come unto me. Imperative means it's a command. He's not asking you to come. This is an instruction. Come unto me. Come! This is a demand that Jesus has given. He says, because if you ain't coming unto me, you are carrying a burden and doing a work that don't concern me. I got to do this six more minutes. He says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. If you are carrying something that is burning you down and taking you out of rest, he says, it's not my burden. That 
that's why I want you to come to me because a lot of you all believe you are suffering for Christ's sake and Christ saying what? God says you are suffering and nothing. You that talking about um, blessed are they, uh, blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you for Christ's sake and you using that scripture, God say for my sake. Daddy got nothing to do with me. So, so, so I, I had this thing here. Um, the question that needs to be answered is who are you waking for and whose burden are you carrying? Who are you working for and whose burden are you carrying? God says to Adam, who told you you was naked? Because you're right on, but you, because watch this, Adam starts sowing fig leaves. He's laboring. Preach dancer. Adam. Adam is weighed down because he's naked. Burdened. Because he ain't got no clothes on. God shows up and says, Who? Who gave you that burden? God, I wish we was in touching neighbor season. I can preach this again when COVID leave. Because I need you to touch your neighbor. And ask them, whose burden are you carrying? I know you heavy, but who load that is? And a lot of us, the burden that we have and the work that wearing us out, the reason it's wearing it out is because it is. Number one, he says, Many of us, the reason we are not resting is because we are carrying a burden, doing a work that is not God-sanctioned, and it's sanctioned by one of these six things. The first thing he says, a lot of us, the reason we are so weighed down is because we are carrying a burden that has come through our own ambition. Your ambition wearing you out. God did not tell you where you all them jobs. So your theme song, Lord, give me strength to face another day. You are calling what you're doing godly, but really you're greedy. Denying your family, ain't spending no time with your spouse, ain't spending no time with your children. That ain't God, that's your own ambition. Can I get the next one? Because the time with this one. It's your ambition and number two, oh God, this is so good. Number two, the reason you're so burdened is because of comparison. This is why I was rushing to get here because I need y'all to get it before y'all leave, especially them who are in blue. 
I felt like they need to hear this, that a lot of you, you're so burdened because they keep on comparing you to someone else. The reason you have a car payment that you can't meet is because you bought a car that you don't need. Wearing clothes you can't afford. I told this story before. I went in the, in the Gucci store. I told this story because I was around some preachers, daddy. And I was around these preachers. And I was the only one who got on John's. on John's and all the other preachers got on Gucci and I didn't feel bad because all of them got their leg crossed with the colorful socks my feet beneath my chair because I see him because you know you know John's is turned John's is show how your toe contoured Y'all come on, man. Y'all don't play like y'all ain't no joints. People can see how your toe fix. So Michelle, I see him. I see him because all the preachers, I as a preacher, it's about five of us young preachers. And they sit in the front row, they lay across with their Gucci on. My legs sit down beneath my chair. I gone in the Gucci store the next weekend. I can buy me some Gucci. I can tell you. Daddy, I pulled the shoes down. They cost $570. $570. I tried them on. And the red and green. With the, the little G symbol. I said, oh. Because I want something. I, I don't want no Gucci where you got a one of the Gucci. I want the G on it. I want the red and green. I want everybody to know this. This Gucci. I put them things on and they were the most uncomfortable set of shoes. They felt uncomfortable. They was hard like rock. Gucci, if you're listening, I apologize. Make some soft shoes. And I tried them on. They didn't fit good. They were uncomfortable. And I said to the girl, and hold on, most importantly, I couldn't afford them. The girl has the shoes and I did a cash register about to swipe these shoes for five hundred and something dollars that don't fit me right and are crazy uncomfortable but in my mind I as a preacher and all the young preachers wearing Gucci and they don't look good with me wearing my joints and right as I about to go in my wallet and give the girl the card but got $610 on it. Some of us so silly. Boy, God, give me just enough. The shoes cost $570, but the Lord give me $610. Overflow, 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 over. We so stupid, we just make up all kinds of things and call it God. That ain't got nothing to do with God. That's your own comparison watching other people. And it's like someone said to me and said, what are you doing, you idiot? 
What are you doing? And I so thank God that in the Gucci store downstairs, the cash register is close to the front door. Y'all been there? I said, baby, I want my wife to see this. I, I lied. I said, before I buy this, let me let my wife see this. I come and read back. True story. Them shoes probably still behind the counter. Waiting on me to come back. Comparison. McReynolds says comparison kills man. Stop watching. A lot of the burden we carry in is because we're watching people. I was talking to my daughter this week. I said, girlfriend, listen to me. Listen to me, girl. Look at me. I said, you big like your daddy. And you're beautiful like your daddy. You are intelligent like your daddy. I said, listen to me, girl. You're going to big people's school now. They're going to be mean. So you tell it. Because I didn't be into it. They're going to pick on you. They can say your foot big. They can say your head big. They can say you're too big for your age. I didn't hear them all. And you're going to get stressed and try to figure out how you can lose weight to fit into their crew. Because you want to look at you to be like them. And if I look like them, probably I can be like them and they can let me into their crew. I say, girl, listen to me. If you stay alive long enough, that same crew. I didn't live long enough. I didn't live long enough to watch them same people track down Denzel. You remember me? Remember we was in seven three together. I say, baby girl, you gotta know how beautiful you are. Celebrate the body God gave you. Celebrate the beauty God gave you. And just wait. Just wait. I promise you, it ain't gonna be long. They can say they sorry. And they can mean it. And I called some names of some people who used to tease me. Because she knows some of them. She said, For true? I said, Yep, that one there. She said, that, that one there. We just get a fight all us too. That one that has come to the car window whenever I pull up to that certain light. When I pull up to that, that junction. And you always know your high school friend. Your school, you always know your school friends. Because they call your full name. They don't, they, don't call, they, don't, they don't call you no nickname. Denzel Roll. You know that school. Schoolie. Number one. I, 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 thanks. Uh, number one. I just read down the list. Can I pick it up and preach the rest next week? Let me just read the list. Number one, ambition. Number two, comparison. Number three, attention. Know the next one, good too. Number four, emotions. 
No, no, trust me. No. Number five. Five. Opinions. And this one lasts, because this one is real. Demons. I ain't start with that one. Because we blame a lot on demons. And there are some people who are super supernaturalist. And there are others who are anti-supernaturalist. So we ain't going to blame everything on demons. But if you are ignorant of the existence of demons, they will gain the advantage over you. This is not the place to end any kind of teaching, so I'm not ending, I just stop it. I need you to leave this place this morning assessing your burdens. Look at what's burdening you, burdening you. Look at what has you weighed down. And let's start interrogating it. Ask it, how did you get here? Is this God or is this my ambition? Is this my emotions? That person that you're still holding on to, that leave you, and you always getting ready to get married, was that God in the first place? Should you be crying or celebrating? That job that you got fired from, should you be burdened by that? Or was it a burden the entire time? And truth be told, whenever things that happen, when you sit down and really reflect, you realize God was telling you long time start your business. But you slunk. So you had to wait to get fired and now, well, now you want to start your business. Preach dancer. Whose burden are you carrying? Jesus says, I have a burden for you. And I have a labor for you. But it's based on the word that I've spoken for your life. Thank you for tuning in to the life experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.